1: You are about to be unplugged from this world. You are about to enter the real world. Welcome to the Matrix. Because it's May, and we're doing <laughs> the Matrix.
2: Yeah, I get it. I thought you were going to launch that into the Matrix song that you've got on a little button. I don't have it on a button. I play it from my iPad. I just put it up on YouTube and play it. I mean, we're not going to wait for that.
1: Are no, we? I'm gonna... not doing that. But anyway, welcome to another happy pod, the only podcast in the world where it's um, the most wonderful month of them all. It's May. So we're doing the Matrix. Hello. My name is Nathan James, uh, Kiana Reeves Bauer. I'm joined by Lawrence Thomas, uh, Hugo even. How
2: is Lawrence my name, and also Lawrence Fishburne, and you went Hugo Weaving. I could have also gone Lawrence Thomas Anderson as well. Lawrence Fishburne, Thomas Anderson, Heights. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but you don't deserve to wear the moniker of uh,
2: of uh, Lawrence Fishburne. But I do get, I, do, I get Thomas Anderson, the lame version of Neo. Um, what's going on? We are covering all four Matrix movies. We're
1: all plugged in. We're jacked off and plugged in. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you heard. <laughs> With <We're> what now? <laughs> so. Uh, but before we get to that, Lawrence, we need to see. We look, I've been through, I've been frugal ever since last week when you told me I've earned a grand total of fucking 50 pence or whatever. I've yeah. been spending like there's no tomorrow. So, Lawrence, please tell me we made some more money this week.
2: Well, of course, we have because this is the most profitable show uh, in the world. Uh, we've have we haven't had any new kind of any big brands we haven't had any more oh. no
1: kentucky fried chicken
2: yeah kfc have stopped fucking with us um Aww. which which is a bit of a shame but that is not to say that revenue is down nathan Ooh, okay so currently we are looking at and then we're recording this one earlier than we usually do as well so, that's true so this so is it's, a, it's only been a matter yeah, of
1: days it's not even a full week since the, <laughs> since the last
2: one <laughs> so that's right everyone you're dealing with incorrect data <laughs> um Swedish equals krona, Nathan. Uh, we are currently looking at our total is, revenue. That's not right. Surely, surely the E doesn't stand for equals. Uh, it's what it said when I googled it. Um no, I think that's I mean, I could, could mean. be wrong, but who's who? You are I often disagree with you Google? are often wrong about
1: many things. But... Oh,
2: okay. So, so on the on the currency, so you know, yeah. like Great British pounds GBP. Yeah, it says Swedish krona equals, but for some reason, the currency is abbreviated to SEK. Yeah,
1: because SE is Sweden. That's their code,
2: like S-E. Oh, well, there we go. So then I guess it's Swedish kroners. Yeah, Swedish kroner. Yeah. yeah. So where's the equals coming about? Because it is there. It's plain as day. Or maybe it's Google telling me it equals this much. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, if you could see it the way it's formatted on my screen, you'd be no, as you're confused. Wrong. You're I'm, wrong. I'm not silly. You are silly. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, how much, how rich am I? Uh, so we've got 10.51 uh, Swedish kroner. Is that this week? That no, that's all time. So this is this is on top of. How many did we have last time? I don't fucking know, do I? Ended up being like forty p or something. We need
1: to like fucking make like a fucking a uh, graph of this. We need to no,
2: because when you say we need to, you mean I need to, because you asked me.
1: <laughs> all right, don't. No, first of all, don't don't act like I do nothing, because all the
2: I do most of the admin work for this show. Okay, define. The admin work that you do for the, for this show, the gruelling admin tasks for another happy pod that you undertake. I'd, well, I, I'd like you to I, list them.
1: Well, I, first of all, I arrange and look after the, uh, the, the notes page where we have all our episodes listed. I <laughs> made, <laughs> you know, um, which
2: I have access to, so yeah, I'm you 50% You but you don't do fuck all on it. Right, what you did one day was write down and formalise the list of episodes that we have agreed to do. Yeah, and now we have it all there ready to look at. <laughs> Admin work. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'll leave it unsaid as to the admin work I undertake for this podcast.
1: What what admin work do you do, Lawrence? If if we
2: were having this so, if we were having no, this no, argument no, mean, on Still Got Legs. What
1: admin work do
2: you do for this
1: podcast that I do not do for Still Got Legs besides the graphics? Okay, the
2: graphics, the editing. The posting, the the description writing. Do I not do all of that for Still Got Legs? That's what I'm saying. But you said this show. I said if we were having this argument on Still Got Legs, you'd have a a leg to stand on. You'd still got leg to stand on. The work is split between us. You look after one podcast. I look after the other. All right. So when you're on this one, Nathan, don't you be coming at me and telling me what admin I do. I'll tell you
1: whatever. (laughs) And I'll afford you the same
2: courtesy on Still Got Legs. Nathan. (laughs) Anyway, shut up. Tell me how rich I am. We have 10.51 Swedish krona, which equates to 81p. We had, uh, didn't we have like 50p last week or something? I I think it was close to like 40. I think we had like 48p or something like that. It's not bad. It's
1: not bad. We're growing. We're getting up there.
2: I mean, listen, and like you said, it's only been about four days since we last recorded. So there we go. We are rich as, or we're not rich, but you know pretty soon we're going to hit that three Pre- digits <laughs> pretty soon <we're- laughs> okay. including the, the the two zeros after the decimal get ready for when we
1: hit 1 pound it's going to be a big day in your another happy history
2: what what do you want to do i, I think we should have an end goal in sight because we can't withdraw any of this until it gets to 100 usd yes. that's a give or take you know roughly that's about you know quid. 75 quid for us no it's not 70 well these days, about
1: eighty to ninety quid. These days. Oh yeah, true. That's probably yeah. right. Yeah. Liz
2: Truss was in government. Remember? <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. Um, so yeah, that's the. What, what do you want? To, what are we going to spend our winnings on when we can finally, in three years' time, withdraw this money? I reckon what we should do is we should
1: we should spend. <laughs> We should spend all the money on like a giant novelty check. <laughs> I like but because that. we spend all the money, it equates to zero that's on the check. <laughs> so we present ourselves with this big novelty check for how much we've made from podcasting. But it says zero on it because we spent it all on the check. I think that'd be very funny. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm down to do that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'm happy with that. So good good on us, 81p in the bank. Um, a viable business. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't ever let them tell you podcasting's not a, a worthwhile career,
2: kids, because well, yeah, look at us. It's a are. lucrative game. Indeed. There's money to be made, you just got to get out there and grind. Nathan's up necking 18 eggs or something at four in the morning. What? What? I- I don't know I'm doing like a rocky bit he drinks all the like fucking I was about to say wet eggs Eggs not wet eggs it's just the inside of the eggs yeah they're wet they are wet yeah but you don't you wouldn't you just say they're eggs wouldn't you because you know they're wet you wouldn't have to specify wet eggs
1: But if they're wet then you'd specify wet eggs wouldn't you I don't know would you If they're wet, yeah.
2: Um, what are you? So this the Matrix was your idea. You wanted to do all four. It's a bit new for the show. We've never done anything like this, so there's a bit of an experiment on our end. I don't think it was my idea. The the sorry, the Matrix was my idea.
1: Yeah, and Indiana Jones was mine. No, no, it was not. Indiana Jones was also my idea. (laughs) Um, we're not doing Indiana Jones this year, by the way. Maybe next year. Um but the matrix was my idea because i am um, well i just thought it was a good plan and i thought why not um, realistically, if we're looking, if we're thinking about the podcast and doing stuff that would benefit the podcast, we should probably do Guardians of the Galaxy like next week. <laughs>
2: um, but we can't
1: because we're doing the Matrix because
2: <laughs> we've locked ourselves into doing these movies that are like, for the most part, like twenty years old. <laughs> twenty four.
1: This one is. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but they're good movies. They're. They're well known. People enjoy them, and we've wanted to do the Matrix movies for quite a while.
2: Um, yeah, so, and it, I feel like they're so the Matrix. I think this is actually how it came about. They're so dense that because we, we've done we did the Cars trilogy in one episode, like we've done nine Spider Man movies in one episode. Oh but these God. are so dense, yeah, you can't talk about all four of them in one episode. And I feel like we going forward, we probably shouldn't do
1: episodes where we try squeeze multiple <laughs> movies into.
2: Into one, because it just doesn't work out for us. When Do you remember the first time you watched The Matrix? Uh, no, no, no idea. I don't either. I just no. know I've always had some degree of a knowledge of it. <laughs> um, Since I can remember. I, I remember my
1: dad had The Matrix on VHS videotape, and he would watch it quite often. It was one of his favourite movies. Mm. Um, and I just, again... No idea when the first time I saw it was, but it was like pretty much every Saturday morning. You know, dad was off work, I'd just like wake up, stroll down to the living room, get my breakfast, or mum would make my breakfast for me, and then uh, my dad would just be watching The Matrix, and I'd be like,
2: every weekend.
1: Well, not every weekend, but most
2: That's weekends. a dense movie to take in every weekend. He liked it, man. He really liked it. I don't do that with my favourite movies. That's something like, you know, like a kid is like, oh, I always used to watch this movie over and over again, but not your yeah. dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not every weekend. This is a childhood memory, so fuck knows what was going on. Um,
2: yeah, I don't remember ever first watching this. I remember obviously being a kid and like doing the whole bullet time, leaning backwards, kind of limbo, arms flailing technique all the time i remember like playing the matrix but i don't actually remember ever sitting down to watch it for the first time you remember playing the matrix not like playing it but like you you know you'd always you'd have like a nice leather coat or something and you'd be like well, look at me or you'd wear your sunglasses your cheap shit sunglasses and you'd be like pretend you're shooting me and then you'd go whoa and do the arms flailing thing four year old Lawrence and a fucking floor length leather trench coat <laughs> I think I had one I think my mum had a had like a a nice leather black coat that I was like I'm neo my <laughs> oh, god I had it on <laughs> it's good I it was cool I was a cool kid what can I say but um, yeah, I don't ever remember a time where I sat down and watched it. What do you think of it? Of of, of the Matrix? This try. Well, let's try and keep it specific to this movie as well. Yeah, not like yeah. The we're franchise. not discussing
1: the others. That's the, for the rest of the Matrix. I always have to <laughs> emphasize that, otherwise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know people <laughs> just think I'm talking about the Matrix. Um, <laughs> uh, the Matrix, the movie from 1999, directed by the Wachowskis, um, is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's up yeah. there with Romeo plus Juliet. I do think it exceeds Romeo plus Juliet. Alright, well that's not getting crazy, but <laughs> like it is it's an all time banger. There's there's no part of it which um is it? no, I don't think there's any part of it which doesn't hit really. It's yeah from start to finish you're you're hooked in and it's just a great fucking a great story, a great movie. I enjoy oh, it quite a
2: lot. It's it's so fucking clean like it's it, it, everything's executed really really nicely because it's dealing with like as sci-fi often does it's dealing with some kind of like high concept stuff very high concept yeah and still like this is... is
1: still a lot of stuff which I not that I can't understand but I can't um that's difficult to understand it's yeah
2: you don't want to wrap your head around it cause yeah you, yeah as, as far as we know I hope it's not true to our world but like where it's all rooted in a way that like it's something that's feasible because the protagonist is in the same place we are for the pretty much the whole movie until the end we don't know he doesn't know that this is happening in his world so we wouldn't know if this was like a real life scenario type situation
1: He's, he's looking into stuff. He's aware of Morpheus and and Trinity. He's not aware of exactly who they are and what they do. Yeah, so he's there, not just aware like of these, like what they mean. No, they're these like big time hackers. Um, yeah, and he, he's aware of the Matrix. He doesn't necessarily know exactly what it is, but he knows it's something.
2: Yeah, I wrote down a, a summary of the movie. Shall we? Shall we? I'm pretty sure everyone will know the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, this is this is
1: new territory for another happy pod.
2: No, 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 not a like a, but like just to get us into it because it's. It, I think we should like pick it apart and discuss certain aspects of it because it's all such high concept shit that like okay. if we go through the whole movie, yeah. we're going to just overlap each other yeah, a let's million go for times. Go through
1: your s- little uh, your little summary.
2: Man created AI. AI formed a race of machines, um, which then fought back against mankind. They say that no no one knows who started the war. But the machines ran off solar power, and therefore the humans essentially scorched the the sky, is what Morpheus says to remove their power source. And the idea would be that they, you know, would be able to be weakened and defeated. Um, so what they essentially started doing was discovering that they could grow human beings, um, and they would essentially power the machines that seemingly just want to zip around and not do much. But that at least they won <laughs> is 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 kind of. Where this movie reveals them to be, I,
1: I don't think you necessarily. We don't ever see the machines really. We see the sentinels, but we don't mm. necessarily see what the actual machine world is like in this movie, anyway.
2: True, yeah, because
1: the sentinels aren't the machines. They're the no, they're yeah. the sentinels. They're the the soldiers, really.
2: It's fuck this everything in this movie has like eight (laughs) layers of like you thought you knew this but you don't there's a in the in the
1: animatrix um one of the the shorts one of the shorts there is um about this about like how the war started and everything like that and in and in that i get this this is not necessarily accurate because it's a you know just a fun well not a fun but like a short little animation so it's it's kind of open to interpretation it can take artistic license and all that sort of stuff but in that is that the machines are depicted as like little like 1950s style like robots like little happy-go-lucky sort of
2: (laughs) happy-go-lucky enslave mankind (laughs) yeah don't mind me just creating a (laughs) mind-bending simulation for you to die in slowly yeah exactly um. Yeah. So they they then basically the matrix serves as he calls it a prison for the mind, essentially to just keep humans subdued and somewhere where they can be essentially just harvested for power and energy. Yeah, which is pretty fun, pretty horrifying when you just yeah it's pretty, think about it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The entire world is uh, a
1: simulation, just designed to keep you essentially docile, and you you're living your life. It's uh, to be honest though. So, Is it. Ah, would it matter, really? Like, if at the end of your life, here we go. If at the end of your life. Nathan (laughs) Cypher (laughs) Bauer. Programmer. (laughs) Um, If at the end of your life, you found out that everything was a simulation and the entire time you've been in a pod just like
2: fucking being a little thing or whatever, and then Hmm. you die, would it matter? Well, that I mean that's the movie is asking that question to a degree. It does frame it in a way that's like I mean yes, obviously people should be free and and everything like that. Like I get that. But yeah. just
1: like to to the individual who doesn't know, would it
2: matter? And, well, it, and I it's think it's the, the concept itself... you introduced me to, wasn't it? It's the Plato's cave thing. Plato. Yeah. Plato, yeah. That's what I said. I said that the first time around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's not alive anymore. You can't ask him how it was pronounced. He may have preferred it a certain way. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's true, I guess. But...
1: So you're, you're wrong, Nathan, admit it. <laughs> but everyone... All right, yeah, sure. I guess me and all of history and the <laughs> philosophers and everyone are wrong. It's I'm actually... not wrong for
2: going against the grain, Nathan. It's
1: actually Plato, I guess.
2: You're sh- you're sheeple, not me. Okay. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying, because, like, it, yeah, it wouldn't matter. And then, like, Morpheus has this whole spiel about how, like, if you define what's real as just what you can see, touch, taste, and smell, etc. Yeah. Then, yeah, theoretically, you're going to have a better time in the Matrix. But that's not freedom. Yeah, I mean, there's, this is a plot point that the movie itself
1: explores with... um, mm. Cy- Is it Cypher? It is Cypher, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Cypher, because he he is someone who was unplugged. He's someone who was freed and now and after spending so long in you know the real world and the the miseries and the fucking the blandness of it i guess he he wants to go back into the matrix he wants to be plugged back in and he wants to forget everything really yeah. he wants to be blue pilled again which you know is, a, is definitely an interesting concept to look
2: at well you have to imagine it would come up quite a lot like i don't know where i would land in all of that but there is I reckon after like about three
1: weeks of eating that like mushy porridge, I'd be like,
2: nah, put me back in, boys. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. If they to be fair, even being told the price of admission, where you kind of have to get all those holes surgically kind of trimmed out, you have to get a bunch of needles stuck in you. I well, you don't. If, know if that. I were to see that, I'd go just slide me back up that chute. I'll yeah. sort myself out up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like they they cleverly don't tell you that though, do they? And, and but that's explored as well. Like because he Cipher mm. kind of sees everything that comes out of Morpheus's mouth as a load of shit. Because he's like, you're saying you're saying I've been freed, but all I do now is run around and be your lackey, like fucking. It, where's the difference? At least food tasted half decent in the Matrix, and I didn't know I was imprisoned. I think he's got a choice, though. He, he wouldn't...
1: I don't think if um the cipher said, look, I like you, Morpheus, but I'd rather just go back to Zion, just get a job, I don't know, do something, and just live a life and be part of this pilgrimage or whatever you're trying to do. I don't think Morpheus would be like, no, you're here now.
2: No, probably not, but then... At the same time, why wouldn't he would have just done that though? Surely, or maybe he sees it as the only way to get back because Morpheus has access to the Matrix, where I guess just regular people on Zion don't have that tech. It's vague. I don't. Yeah, the, I, I don't
1: Morpheus isn't the only one. There's,
2: there's, a lot of people have access to the Matrix. Morpheus isn't the only one. He's 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 an interesting villain because he's not really a villain. He's just a guy that's sick of it. He's a villain. And no, yeah, he's a villain in the sense that the movie needs him to be a villain, so he electrocutes two nice people, <laughs> like. But like his ideology is what, what I'm saying is like, I don't know if I'd be that far off of it. I perhaps wouldn't kill my friends to mm. get back there and give myself a second chance and doom everyone else. Yeah, but at the he same does, time, he, yeah, he does <laughs> betray everyone, and and yeah, and. To him, he's given away the codes to access Zion, so literally everyone can die. That's pretty villainous, and he is like that. But what I'm saying is, like, his thought process and where his motivations come from, yeah, would be in line with I would say a, a probably a more than a, a higher percentage that people would be comfortable to admit would be in his camp.
1: Maybe hopefully they won't kill everyone though.
2: I mean, yeah, fingers crossed that would be the way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where I would draw the line as well. But still. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I love that. And the movie's not subtle about it. I, it's just a really interesting, like, he is ignorance. Like, incarnate. it's like, he'd rather be willfully blind to this. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the... <laughs> not, not to bring up Thanos in The Matrix, Nathan, but the whole endgame thing of, like, you know, if a world is born out of blood, but they never know it, then it doesn't matter to them. I think it's funny how you often say,
1: I love Iron Man. And yeah. I am the big MCU fan, and I don't like other movies. But yeah, you're the one who sees them more than me. You're the one who always references them um, yeah. and all this. So so really,
2: I think you're the MCU shill. My Thanos point is correct, though. Tell me I'm wrong. Sounds like someone loves Iron Man. <laughs> Stop derailing him. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So you're on Cypher's side is what you're saying. At <laughs> no point have I said that. <laughs> if if anything, you've said that because you're saying he's not a villain and he's your mate or whatever. Um, yeah. No, I, I I I'm not on Cipher's side. side. Um, I understand where he's coming from. Um, so uh, what I really enjoy about this is you you don't know what's going on when it mm. starts. Like if you're watching this movie blind, it's like it's going to be pretty confusing. And, and, you know, to try and figure out, like, w- what this world is, what's going on, who these characters are, and everything like that. It's I love the, the opening fucking scene with Trinity and just, you know, the chase sequence with the the agents and the cops and everything like that. Just a yeah. really good fucking
2: action-packed fucking opening to get you hooked and ready to go, really. And it's it's clever in the way that it's presented as well, because it, it does this thing where like you say if you if you have gone in blind on this somehow then you, and you will be confused but it gives you just enough clues as you go along like mm. you know that they're all scared of as they put it one little girl yeah and you know when you're looking at like 50 plus police officers and a bunch of like secret agent type fellas it's like i'm sure you you could handle this but they're all concerned yeah. and like the little things where like she she seems to like operate beyond world like uh, beyond the world's capabilities like she's faster than them um and then like you you get to see that like the phone is important because the truck would rather smash the phone boot than crush into her so like it, it gives you so many windows into the world yeah and then you're wondering like is she dead what's
1: who did what happened there did she disappear yeah no idea, no clue.
2: I, you know, I often
1: wonder, like this is a time that I was alive in, but I had no concept of it really, because I was so young and stuff. It's mm. like it's like the Phantom Menace and stuff. I was there. I was I was at. I remember seeing the Phantom Menace in cinemas and stuff. But there's so much history around it that I just don't remember, like yeah, all the fucking yeah. fanfare and all that sort of shit. Um, but I would love to just know, like, what the reaction was to like all the like bullet time sequences, because that is really fucking pioneering for the time. This this is what like fucking really kicked it off, really. Mm. And it's it's such it in this movie in this time it's such fucking groundbreaking stuff to have that that shot. You know the fucking three sixty kick shot of Trinity. It must have fucking blew people's minds when they saw that.
2: It has to have been. and like because you're right, it does. It changes the game, and I think it's it it's so interesting that it changes the game in a movie that also changes the game like imagine if this technique was debuted in some fucking piece of garbage movie <laughs> yeah. like what a waste but like most stuff has existed before but
1: never to this fucking level and quality
2: 24 years later it, it shows its age a little bit but it's it's I so admirable it for what great. It, no but like the, the like the, there's some stuff in it that is a bit wonky like the buildings yeah. crashing down and stuff
1: yeah but that's just because it's 24 years old but like, yeah and
2: I, but like I'm saying that's it's 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 so admirable, and they rooted it in a world where like shit isn't actually real, so if stuff mm. glitches and looks weird, you're like the matrix like yeah, that's what it, it I is. don't know I just it's so clever, the and way then they the did
1: filmmakers did are there like. Yeah, the matrix Yes one hundred percent. We we intended that. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, but you can what yeah. I'm saying is you can look at it the people that know they didn't intend it, you can still look at it through these kind of rose tinted glasses and go, Yeah, imperfections definitely. are okay in a movie that says imperfections will happen. It's not real, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the matrix. <laughs> Take this pill, dude. Yeah. Um we should have
1: code names. <laughs> <We> should- <laughs> During the matrix we should have code names for each other. What do you want to be? I don't know. It's not a cool. Something cool. Yeah. Should I bring up like a Matrix name generator? Like <laughs> yeah, go on
2: then. Why is this podcast? I don't know. I feel you're you're doing a good job of especially derailing today for no, no reason. Not. Hacker names. Here we go. Um,
1: I'm gonna be lightning. <laughs> oh, you, I mean that works. You look like Lightning McQueen. There we go. Uh, on this list here, um, Habitat, Veil, Vermin, Maestro, that's quite cool, Lightning, Charade,
2: <laughs> Drake, uh, Mermaid, God's Reaper, plan. or Bliss. Any of those stick out to you? I quite like Veil vale because I have recently got married and it sounds quite cool. You want to be Veil? Vale? No, but now you've said it, I think it sounds less cool. <laughs> okay. What can I be then? Well, uh, Maestro is pretty cool. Yeah, but I thought you were going to take Maestro. No,
1: I'm taking Lightning.
2: Oh, Lightning is yours locked in? Yeah. Okay, I'll take Maestro then, yeah. I can find some more. I just like the idea of you calling me Maestro for a month.
1: I don't know if I should do that, actually. (laughs) I I refreshed. Um, Oh, here's one
2: for you. Patriarch. Good. Very good. No, I'm not being that. (laughs) Give me the next one. Prankster. Mania. (laughs) Me me and
1: Barney. (laughs) Tinge. Moonlight. Uh, catch 22,
2: Savant, and Lynx. Imagine how annoying it would be. <laughs> Lynx. <laughs> Imagine how annoying it'd be. You're in the middle of a mission. You're like, Catch 22, Catch 22, <laughs> come here. I'll be Lynx. I'll be Lynx Africa. <laughs> Lynx Africa? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? No, perhaps not. <laughs> okay. Thought about that one, <laughs> did <laughs> you? <laughs> it's because of the Christmas set, the meme, the like, no, I know I mean? know. Everyone's got the
1: Christmas set, but like. <laughs> I'll be Lynx. Alright, just Lynx. Okay. Yeah, I'll be Lynx. Uh, what was I again? Lightning. Lynx and Lightning.
2: Yeah, two hey, boys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Matrix, <laughs> Matrix, Matrix boys.
2: boys. Anyway, finish your point. <laughs> well, thank you, Lightning. Uh, We're so unplugged, it's unbelievable. Yeah. We're off the chain. Um, No, right, this is the first time that I've watched this movie as an adult, knowing that um, even though they've admitted somewhat it might have been subconscious at the time, it was still very much Conversations were had in the the post release of the movies, mm-hmm. um, where um, the Wachowskis have kind of inferred that this movie has symbol is symbolic of of trans like imagery and 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 symbolism and stuff. Yeah, uh, and I've, it, I it was so cool. This is the first time I've like watched it with that kind of perspective. <clears throat> yeah, and like it is plain as day to see. Well, what I found interesting is there's
1: the character of Switch. Um, and you may know this, you may not, but um, the character of Switch was supposed to be someone who um, when they were in the real world, they were that that blonde actress, but when they were in the Matrix, they were a guy with like blonde yeah. hair and everything like that. Um, and just going back and forth between the genders. And you know, there's the point where Ma- Morpheus is explaining uh, how things work in the Matrix and how everyone appears and that sort of stuff. And he's like, how you appear is like, how you like visualize your true self to everyone. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. So, so yeah, if you look at it like that, it really does kind of lean
2: into that sort of stuff. Yeah. And like the red pill and blue pill thing, um, I've seen people, I think this is a bit, maybe a bit too obvious. I don't know if this was necessarily intended, like the taking the the pill would be kind of evocative of like hormone pills and supplements and stuff like that. I think that might be a bit too on the nose, but I definitely think there's something interesting of living a subdued life, never knowing what possibilities are out there for you, versus yeah. experiencing your true self. And then, even the one... if
1: even if it wasn't something that at the time was intended, it can still be interpreted and taken that way after the fact.
2: Though it's still well, it, it was embraced by the trans community. Was it? that's yeah, what that's kind of a, has yeah. got them to come out and say like, yeah, I think.
1: And I thought I find it so genuinely. Fascinating and amazing. The at the time of making this, the Wachowskis, you know, they they were they they may not have I don't know their full story, but they may not have known they were transgender. They may not have been aware of their current. They may have been struggling and dealing with this sort of stuff, but mm. it wasn't something they were actively trying to pursue. And I find it just so fascinating how both of them are, are transgender. How like yeah. how for one of them. Came out first and transitioned first, and then the their sibling was supportive of that, and you know had had no issues. And then later they did the same thing and transitioned. That I don't know. I just find it so <laughs> for something that that happens to such a small percent of the population, the fucking coincidence for it to happen to twins is it's 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 fascinating,
2: really. I I like I like the idea of two filmmakers exploring those feelings through a film that also just like it goes without saying this film fucking rips so hard it's like, so good it slaps it slaps so hard and then uh, yeah um see seeing your sister transition and come out like you say and then being like hmm there's, <laughs> there's something in that i yeah. think <laughs> yeah. wait wait you could do that yeah <laughs> I mean, hang on i would hang on i would have done this a long time ago <laughs> i don't know no but the, like the movie yeah like you say it's it, it you're, you're absolutely right even even if unintended um then there's absolutely still a place for it, like the the fucking the constant, the you know the suited and booted white man, um mm. in Agent Smith just repeatedly referring to Neo as Mister Anderson. Dead naming, um, yeah, it's dead naming, and it's it's intended mm. to be a spiteful reminder that yeah you can't excel beyond what we've the box we've put you in.
1: Yeah, you're you're you've freed yourself from the machine but we're putting you back in it you're you're Mm. not free this is actually who you are because this is how you was born and you can't change after you're born at all yeah you can only be what you was initially designed to be
2: yeah so i don't know it's just and maybe there's hypocrisy in agent smith as well because he's not um ben has a fucking amazing video on this on his channel as well but like shout out ben from canada the the hypocrisy of Agent Smith and how there's more to him beyond... He, he hates where he is. He hates what he's been programmed to... His very existence, he despises having yeah. to do it and, and live that. And it's really, really interesting that like he sees someone else being able to morph and change and, and, and live a, a life that they choose, uh, and he just he despises it so much because of that.
1: Well, I think... I think, yeah, there is, there is going to be hypocrisy in these um Authority figures and these these programs that are put in place to control you because there is there there yeah. is there is rife fucking hypocrisy all the way throughout that shit. But you want to talk about hypocrisy? Talk about the fucking fact that like this this movie series and it's it's widely known for the most part as now anyway as an allegory for like we've been talking about for for. the trans community and the trans uh experience and all this sort of stuff and mm. then you talk about the absolute fuckheads who are like oh take the red pill man i've been red pilled man yeah the, you who just cannot look beyond the fucking base level fucking yeah.
2: interpretation of it and just take it the wrong way entirely like oh yeah because you've got all the fucking andrew tape fucking uh worshippers being like we're in the matrix right now and like it's mm. like you fuck, yeah, just look beyond the surface, you fucking awesome... Like, you morons, yeah, Jesus. You're, you're right, the Matrix is when you cannot
1: fucking rape a woman or some yeah. shit. Like,
2: yeah, great. Fucking you know. hell. Dear me. Stupid fucking people. But no, I just thought that was really interesting, because I, I you know, as a kid, it, it works on the level of you will want to just go out and like, play as Neo, do some bullet time moves and all of this. Yeah, right, cool. But like, w- watching it as an adult... It, it, it's so wonderfully accepting of change and and differences and celebrating them but not ignoring the fact that they come with challenges um yeah uh, yeah i just think that's really fucking cool and it um, yeah
1: it's, it's really cool
2: yeah i so enjoy it quite a lot yeah um but I was going to say the um, you've already said about the the visual effects and fact and stuff. But I think this came out at the perfect time because it's it's packaged in this immaculate '90s early 2000s bubble. Do you mean in terms of like what the aesthetic, cloven aesthetic, or yeah, like the the like it's but it's just so trench coats and Oakleys and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everything. But like the boring like it's a cliche in certain things that like you know like, oh I have a boring office job. It's white walls. Yeah. desk cubicles and com- and like boxy computers and stuff but that yeah that was real life in the 90s and it just now it, it's the poster child for mundane boring life yeah and it and it just it, it get what i'm saying is it gets better with age this movie yeah it does yeah um yeah just just really really fucking interesting um and everyone looks great like there's not a character in this that doesn't have like some sort of iconic trait. There's um, oh, there's the really fucking cool moment. And I'm sure you can look at it
1: and look at, you know, the aesthetics and the fashion and, and take the piss a bit because it is a bit funny. But it's also just so cool as well. There's the moment where, um, you know, Neo's free, he's done the training and everything like this. Now they're heading into the Matrix for the first time. They're they're heading to see the Oracle, I think. Um, So there's the shot of like, Everyone in their, like, little seats getting ready to get jacked in and stuff like that. Um, and the camera's cutting between them. Or it's, like, spinning around the room as it cuts between them. The phone in the Matrix is ringing. The camera is spinning mm. around. And then it goes all the way around the phone. And you just see the group of them all sat there. They've all got their leather trench coats on, their sunglasses. <laughs> they just look cool as fuck, man. It's they, just so, what it's they look like is conceptually
2: goofy and cool. And yeah. I love it. They, they look like the concept for, like, an NSYNC music video. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I, yeah, and I just, I think that's, yeah, like you say, it, it is just cool. There's an element of, like, yeah, you can make fun of it. It is cheesy as fuck. It but, is definitely cheesy. But it's, it knows it's being cheesy, and it just leans all the way into it, um, which is really cool. Um, I think throughout this as well, like, because you, you said earlier, like, you kind of, if you don't know what this is about, it is, the plot starts to unravel quite quickly, but it is intentionally kind of elusive and vague. Yeah. Until the big um Morpheus thing, which we'll talk about because I'll be damned if that isn't one of the finest scenes ever put to film. So good. It's amazing. Um but like they introduced the concept of um of like dreams and reality, like the the, you know, if you ever if you have you ever had a dream but you didn't know it was a dream and like all of this kind of stuff where you think it's real. Um there, there's a there's a moment where Mr Anderson not Mr Anderson uh, fucking he uh, no his boss says it to him sorry you have a problem with authority you seem to think the rules don't apply to you you're not special and it's like if you watch this back and you know what the matrix is about it's screaming at you the entire time that this shit is fake and not mm-hmm. real um there's that famous sequence where you can see the the lady in red um a bit earlier in the movie before she's revealed to us um what is that it's the it's the bit where she's um she's been Morpheus not Morpheus uh, Neo is being taken out of the office he's been like he's on the roof and then he's like I can't do this and then mm. gets apprehended by the agents yeah and she's just in the background you don't Literally. I don't even think you see her face I think you just see red red oh. fabric weave behind some other people's legs okay um, That's which is really really interesting
1: yeah Um, in that sequence what I enjoy about the sequence with the lady in red during that program is that like uh, I th- I think everyone in the background are like twins or something. Um, yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, because there's like they got like well, I was gonna say they got two of everyone. They got twins, um, and that's why there's like multiple
2: of the same person just walking around, which is really twins. Twins always have a famous network of other twins. <laughs> so the Wachowskis just got on the phone and went, well, "We know, we know a bunch of twins for this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or well, they all use their telepathy and got in, touch. in Telepathy, yeah. <laughs> um no i like that and i like that they don't that's not even a plot point it's just like it's the like the cycling proficiency visual test like if you you know if you're not looking for it you don't see it yeah yeah um (laughs) did you see the moonwalking bear (laughs) (laughs) such a good (laughs) advert the worst thing is you didn't see the moonwalking bear i didn't i did no, you did. Oh, did. you're cool, aren't you? Oh, I <laughs> saw the Moonwalking Bear, everyone. I'm unplugged. Oh, I see. My mistake. I'm lightning. Okay. Let's let's do the the best scene in cinema history. The exposition dump. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like it's
1: sun It's done. <laughs> there are two exposition dumps. There are The Matrix, and there are Fantastic <laughs> Beasts and um, <laughs> whatever that one is. <laughs> the Origin Room. <laughs>
2: Yes, but, but I think there's three levels. Let's say the origin room is the least boring. It's the least interesting. Yes. Because it's just people talking with some flashbacks. Yeah. That's it. The The semi-engaging one, and you might disagree with this, but that's why it's in the middle, uh, is the Chris Nolan corridor walk. Because no- at least there'll be something cool going on in the background.
1: I don't mind the Chris Nolan corridor walk
2: yeah so well, that's why it's in the middle and then the it's third more funny one, than anything yeah. yeah and then the the third one and by far the most interesting way to dump exposition is to do it with a character that speaks really slowly in riddles and then yeah. we'll just go here's a tv that will tell you everything you need to know yeah <laughs> and, and then like show us oh this is a fucking phenomenal sequence it's an incredible reveal it comes it it, it gives you a bit of levity because you've spent so long wondering what the fuck's going on. yeah and then you it's it's paired with amazing visuals the shot of the pills reflecting in Neo in Morpheus's glasses um, and Neo's kind of reflection is different but it's it's like two takes it's two different takes of Neo.
1: Isn't that a bit before this? Well,
2: I mean, yeah, but the arm the armchair into the reveal is kind of the set piece I'm talking about.
1: You have to, like, get unplugged and everything first.
2: Oh, no, but that, I'm talking about all of that. Like, that whole, like, the, the armchair, the, the the pill taking, the unplugging, the and then back in... Because I, I, I feel like that's, like, one set piece.
1: I don't think so. No? No, because, like, he's, like, he's in, like, surgery and everything.
2: Yeah, but it's all it's all music going on and stuff. It's not like any massive other scenes are taking place in that time. It's just visuals and exposition.
1: I, I don't know. Fair enough. I guess it de- depends on how you personally define it, but I wouldn't say it's the same thing. But
2: it's just fair. fair. What do what do you, what do you like about that? Because you 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 agreed. You said it's it's a fine sequence. Uh, it's good. It's good. It tells you everything you need
1: to know. It tells you it's not just like. Uh, so here's what's going on blah 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 it's true to the story that they're telling in that Mm. it's confusing because the whole (laughs) thing about the Matrix is confusing Um, but I still feel like you get enough of a grasp to be like alright so it's a simulation we're all batteries let's go let's fucking kill some robots
2: or whatever Yeah. Um, yeah I enjoy it when he holds up that when Morpheus holds up the actual battery I'm like oh, this movie yeah firing on all cylinders just like yeah it's like it's the it's the you know there's only one thing better than show don't tell and that's show and tell yeah because then then i get all the context and i get to see some cool visuals surrounding it yeah um yeah no very very good i like that like everything is is explored in that exposition and then like as the movie goes on as well um down to like neo being like why can't i beat you up in the training and, and Morpheus is like oh is that air that you're breathing and Neo you see Neo being like oh I, yeah i guess it's not i guess i don't need this <laughs> i guess that's why i'm slow cuz i'm viewing myself with human um limits and limitations that whole dojo training sequence is great um i love the fact that you can and this is something i've
1: always wanted i've always wanted to be able to just like download like information and skills like yeah. the, when he just sat on the chair and he's like oh, I know Kung Fu. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to do that. I just want to like... And like earlier when tr- later on when Shreddy is like, I need to know how to fucking fly this helicopter. And then they're like, all right, got you, bitch. Fucking here you go. Yeah. Like,
2: all right, I can do this now. Like, oh, that'd be so cool. And just, like, you get fucking like the, download the slow blink and like the shaking of the head as, they, as their head just downloads the information. That'd be so fucking sick, man. Imagine how quickly good. I could learn to drive. I, <laughs> I would simply, uh, if it was me, I'd simply say, I need the manual for overthrowing the Matrix, then I'd get that information in my head and then I'd just do it. The manual doesn't exist,
1: Lawrence. you have <laughs> fall into the first hurdle. No, you fool. thought you got them, but
2: they got you. Damn. You fool. They were one step ahead of me in my <laughs> obvious plot. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, no, I do really enjoy the whole fucking dojo sequence. It's great. Um, and I think a lot of it is actually Keanu and Lawrence Fishburne as well, just actually fucking going home and... And fighting each other, which is great. I,
2: I would assume so, yeah, because there's not a lot of it. I mean, like, there's there's some running up walls them. and shit that isn't them.
1: Yeah, but you can, like, clearly see their faces as they're fighting. It's And technology wasn't good enough to stitch it on in the days. So, like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't stop some movies from trying, but my God. <laughs> it didn't. Um, but, like, you would have definitely noticed if that was the case. Um mm. But, yeah, no, it looks really good. Yeah, even in, like, 2007, Spider-Man 3, there's some wonky Tobey Maguire... Uh, mask off shots uh, of him yeah. swinging about. Yeah, that look pretty bad. No, yeah, I, I, I mean they've they've always been. The Matrix are known for committing themselves to like great. They, they, pra- I mean they didn't fucking invent this, but where CGI became more prevalent after this movie, they kind of pioneered the whole. Things can be both. You know, too much CGI isn't a bad thing if you pair it with practical work that looks tangible, because it's supposed to always enhance yeah what what if you can shoot it if you can realistically shoot it on film cgi should only really be used to enhance it
1: oh i mean i think there's some scenes in um in the sequel which
2: don't necessarily speak to that but you know we'll get we will we certainly will get there over the (laughs) over the span of a month (laughs) um yeah um i like that the the matrix is still is still kind of a respected you still feel the fear you feel the weight of being in there like So often if a world or if a movie premise said, here's two worlds, there's this world and then there's the fake world. Mm. So often you would lose track of which one feels like which one because a lot of movies now that rely on this kind of high stuff or high concept stuff, they don't put the time in to have the visual component to back it up. Yeah. Whereas when you're in the Matrix, you know you're in the Matrix because it's green as shit. Is it though? Because it is green. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me, and I remember the thing
1: about, like, there's, when you're in the Matrix, there's, like, the greenish filter over it. When you're in the real world, it's just, like, normal or whatever. Mm. I don't know if it's the version I watched or something, but that wasn't the case for me. It just oh. it, it looked normal all the way throughout. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been, like, warm. It would have looked cold and shit, surely. It, it, there was no visual difference, really, other than, like, the aesthetics and, like, fucking... Like Yeah, like the set design and stuff would have... Yeah, the, all, all that shit. But it wasn't like this like green fucking filter and shit. Where did you watch it? What streaming? Uh, Sky Movies. Huh. Yeah, Sky Cinema, I should say, sorry.
2: That's weird. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know, I've never seen that version of it. I just know that the one I saw, and then when I did... When I watched them a while back for Caravan of Garbage, they all... That was... I downloaded files... From I, think I think
1: that's also added though, as well. I think the original version is is this though. It's not the the green flower and stuff was added in the later version. I think
2: maybe yeah, maybe there was like, did they ever get a remaster like officially?
1: Uh, not officially, I don't think. They're not
2: even that old enough for a remaster, are they? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I think like eight uh, the eighties is the
1: when most Star things get Wars, remastered. Star, Star Wars remaster came out um, nineteen years. After a New Hope,
2: yeah, but that that was because the originals were like late '70s, filmed in late '70s, or at least New Hope, so that needed one. Whereas this was filmed on the cusp of two thousands, early two thousands. A lot of movies nowadays they wouldn't put the time in to visually represent that you are you are experiencing two places. But then like mm. they establish it with rules as well. Like Neo explicitly states, like if it's not real, then I like you know I'm not going to be able to die there. And and Morpheus is like, oh no, you. You, you dead. Yeah, you die. Yeah, you die in the matrix. You die in real life, and then, and it and it's because, it, again, it reinforces the the hold that the machines have over the the imprisoned humans in the matrix. Because it's like your mind is entirely dependent on the facts that you know, and you only know them from the matrix. Why would they do that? If they like need <laughs> well, the machines, they yeah. because they're evil.
1: No, but like if they need batteries, and if like that's their source of power, why would they be like? Or oh, if you die in the Matrix, you actually die, and then that's just a battery gun. Why wouldn't they be like, um and this is this is nothing. This is Nathan Nitpick's a stupid thing. Mm. Um but like w- wouldn't it be if they're using it for power, wouldn't it be better for them and more efficient, I guess, to be like,
2: Oh you died. New
1: game, start over, and then you'll get away.
2: You never again. um you never uh, when they it shows the thing, they like harvest the, the goo when you die, they just put it back into another human.
1: It's still a waste of a battery, though, isn't it?
2: Well, I mean, no, if not if a battery makes a battery. It doesn't make a battery. It feeds a battery. Mm, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ask the <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> Ask the alien Matrix. I'm saying When see, you I'm said, seeing. why do they do it? I thought it was like Morpheus would be like, stop it. This is mean. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Nasty
1: boys. <laughs> I said it's a nothing point. It's just... Silly, but, um,
2: I, I know I know what you're saying, but yeah, I, I does not
1: ruin the movie at all. It's still fucking kick ass.
2: Yeah, true. Um, what I like the um, and this is kind of speaking on Agent Smith and the other agents as well. The reveal in the conversation that that there was uh, a first Matrix. There was yeah. this is actually the second iteration of the Matrix.
1: Well, it's, it's a,
2: they never specifically say it's the second because.
1: Hints oh no! In, yeah, that's true. As since in later movies, that this is possibly a later iteration, um, but it's 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 another Matrix anyway. Yeah, it's and I
2: just find it really interesting that the first <clears throat> Matrix was envisioned as this like perfect utopia, but the humans yeah. couldn't accept it because their existence is rooted in misery and pessimism and pain. Yeah, I'd um, accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be, like, I'd be, look, personally, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I'd be like, this I, is where I belong. This seems right. <laughs> yeah. What What is your perfect utopia? Is it Palm Springs, little lilac, drinking a few little stubbies in, in the pool? Uh, my perfect utopia is,
1: like, a, a decent-sized house, probably like a three-bedroom house yeah. in the countryside, miles away from anyone else. Mm. Um, no one around me for quite a while, but still somehow great internet. But yes, but <laughs> still somehow fucking top-notch fucking at least gigabit internet, mm-hmm. and also um, I can get delivery and it breeds and shit. Yeah, um, of course, of course. Yeah. So, so that's that's
2: it. Oh, that's it. That's all. That's all it takes yeah, to keep you happy. As long as I got that, I'll, I'll be your battery. I don't care. <laughs> Nathan, I actually think that there is. You can get a good 80% of what you're after in prison. <laughs> not a three-bedroom house. I mean, technically, it's got loads of bedrooms in that house.
1: Yeah, but i got to
2: share it and all that sort of shit. Like, uh, oh, yeah, you did yeah. say without anyone else around.
1: Yeah, internet. I'm not getting Uber Eats in prison, am I? No, but they're lovely. If anything, lovely. this is a stupid <laughs> the fucking... You, your your comparison is stupid, Lawrence. <laughs> it makes no sense.
2: My perfect utopia is just being there with you. Is a, is to be in one of your three bedrooms? What are you using those three bedrooms for? All
1: right, one's my bedroom. Yeah, one's an office. Yeah, one's a guest bedroom.
2: But if it's what are you using an office for? If you have no job or work,
1: this podcasting.
2: Oh, so in your in your utopia, you still have contact it's... with like the outside. Yeah, I gotta do. I gotta do another happy pod. Oh, okay. So yeah, <laughs> another happy matrix.
1: <laughs> we gotta do our podcast, obviously.
2: <laughs> Imagine in the Matrix, uh... we're doing a podcast about the Matrix. Look. I don't that, like it.
1: It's that's a plot point of the fourth movie. <laughs> like the fucking it's true, yeah. If if there was a matrix, the fucking the the best way to convince people there wasn't a matrix would be to make a series of movies called The Matrix.
2: Oh. And I don't be like, like <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs>
2: we'll get um, them. <laughs> yeah, we will. Oh I don't I'm not looking forward to that conversation. That's gonna bend my brain. Um yeah, so I, I like that um, that element of it. Um, they just couldn't accept it. Um,
1: yeah, I really like that conversation as well with uh, Hugo. Even great, oh, he's so good, man. Oh, he's um, phenomenal. Yeah, and I I love the moment where he's talking about how much he fucking hates the Matrix and he hates the stench of humanity and all that sort of stuff. Or why Morpheus just looks like he's either dying or having an orgasm or one of the two. <laughs> like, his eyes are rolling back and everything. He looks yeah. Very uncomfortable or pleasurable. Um, mm. But yeah, just a, a great scene
2: there. Yeah, just a good a good kind of like... It's not even a back and forth. It's just Agent Smith no. having a moan. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, no, and I think that's the that's moment. the crux of what Ben's video is about, is that that specific scene in general. And then the
1: moment where the other agents walk in and Agent Smith just squeaks like, oh, fuck. And like, yeah, what he's like he's been doing? caught having like, an affair or something. No, yeah. don't worry about it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very good um i oh, the lobby shootout great scene
2: yep. just so fucking cool it is it's very very cool i i i just i saw people on twitter moaning about this a while ago and it's just like imagine like like cuz neo does just walk in and just completely rip into like four people that don't know any better but it's like yeah that's the point
1: <laughs> yeah, they say it they say that in the movie they yeah if they're, they have they're a an enemy sequence yeah sequence
2: where they say like these
1: people aren't like fucking plugged in and they're part of the system or whatever so they're our enemy.
2: Oh. Yeah, he was He was like, Morpheus said like, whilst they're ignorant and they don't know any better, yeah. as long as they're under their control, they're against us.
1: Yeah, and they can become, any one of them can become an agent at any point. Yeah. So,
2: but yeah, no, I, I just found them. that quite amusing. But that is a fucking incredible fight. Um, yeah. I like that Trinity is like, I, 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 I love the idea that Neo has pulled out he he's basically downloaded the entirety of WikiHow into his mind. Yeah, and then he's like, "I know how to solve this. I'm just gonna fucking rip out two pistols and just shoot some people, like fucking throat <laughs> kick some people." Like the Trinity uh, is bending all over the gaff, just fucking yeah. choking out and, people.
1: And that speaks to it because I do love the moment where they're like, they're getting ready to go back in to rescue Morpheus, and like Neo's fucking getting ready. And then Trinity starts doing it And so It's like, what are you doing? Trying to be the big stoic? I must go. You stay here. I will protect everyone. And she's like, mm. No, fuck that. Fuck you. I'm going. <laughs> I'm running longer than you, cunt. Yes. <laughs> I'm fucking going in.
2: Yes. Yeah, so stop thinking
1: that you. This is
2: your mission. Like, bro, yeah. he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: I love that moment. It's so good. It is a very, very good moment. And the and it leads into the they they rescue Morpheus. Um, and they have the subway fight. Which is oh, so good. It's so good. Like, I love that it the, fucking the... it starts off like a fucking duel, like a
1: fucking yeah. cowboy western duel. <laughs> Even have like fucking newspapers blowing in between them, like the old western dust ball, yeah. and everything like that. And then it goes from western movie to samurai movie when they start just like fucking diving at each other and doing all the fucking kung fu and shit.
2: So good, yeah. Man. And then when the train comes in, it becomes a fast and furious movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no, but what I was saying is, it's it's crazy, like that the mileage that they get out of one location and two actors just having a fight, like yeah, it's not boring, it's not Hobbs and Shaw. Let's mash each other into walls that will shatter. Um, it's more a fight of like ideologies, basically. It's it's very very clever. There's two things I noticed, um, and I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about that. I think it's quite mental that pop culture steals from the matrix as often as it does yeah um the, that, the that big...
1: fucking bullet time dodging sequencing was in probably like every movie from 2000 to
2: 2005 probably yeah oh absolutely yeah. and they um, Shrek? Uh yeah but shrek's more of a, a nice homage that's more of a, a reference rather than they copied it you want to talk about copying the matrix it's daredevil 2003 Ah oh, yes,
1: a hundred percent. Yeah, that I is even fucking relentless. That in, our, in our Daredevil episode, which you can listen to. the
2: the The stuff that seems less obvious, I've noticed, they're still parodied and and played up for uh, taken as concepts and put into other things. Like, um, the um Neo sneaking out of his office as the agents chase him down, whilst Morpheus gives him directions on the phone. Yeah, that is now a common mission type yeah. format in Call of Duty. Um, it's oh is in, it it's in Call of Duty um, you, you specifically you watch from C- you, as the player you would watch from CCTV cameras and you would tag where it's oh. safe for the character to go to Yeah, and no, if you, seen get quite a shot, few you get the shot you get shots
1: that's in quite a few games
2: yeah with the Spider-Man um, does it a fair bit
1: yes yes it does um, other stuff probably
2: yeah but a bit what I'm saying is that it, essentially that sequence birthed a stealth sub format yeah that you get in in a lot of games there's the the fucking how are you going to call anyone when you haven't got a mouth i i don't know how i didn't see that doctor strange doctor just strange. stole the entire fucking scene yeah um pretty cool
1: doctor strange though.
2: yeah i mean it's it's good yeah but still like <laughs> right. but what i'm saying is it's like it, in those movies and that and and the call of duty stuff and the other games in general it's less of an homage more of a just yeah that works we're going to take it yeah and it's crazy that, like, 24 years on, yeah, it's still being taken.
1: I don't think there's anything wrong with that, really. No, 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 I, I, I don't either. I just think it, it speaks to is, the influence it, it has. Yeah, pop culture is always borrowing and, and taking things. Like, fucking Star Wars is just Flash Gordon, Dune, and, like, I don't know, something else mixed in yeah. there.
2: No, I, I agree. And like I said, I don't think there's, it's a bad thing. I just think it's yeah. interesting that it's still being heralded as, like the godfather of ideas yeah yeah basically no, cuz that's what this movie is just a fucking hell of a lot of ideas executed in a stylish and cool way yeah yeah
1: and there's so many great like just individual shots and moments i really love the shot um where i i think they're so ingrained into my brain cuz like i remember in the early 2000s you've you'd have adverts for dvd and they try and focus and show you like how much better it is than video by showing you like all these cool like slow-mo action sequences and stuff. And it's yeah. just fucking ingrained into me the scene where the, the helicopter smashes into the building and then it, like the, the glass ripples and wobbles as Trinity like swings towards the camera and it just explodes behind there. Such so a good. good shot, so yeah. good. And that was on like every unique DVD to watch this movie <laughs> and all that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah. Now it's like just changed in like the, If you don't see this in IMAX, you're a fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of those those kind of trailers. Um, one of my favourite shots in this is the when Neo. There's there's a bit of debate as to whether he quote unquote becomes the one. And I think at the end of this, I don't know if this movie, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they plan to have sequels when they made this. Uh, I don't know. To be honest, no. And because I know that there's also the a, second kind of, and a,
1: third one was shot like together. Like,
2: yes. And that's what I'm saying. So I don't know whether they, I don't know whether the success of this greenlit those two uh, other sequels or whether. Probably. Yeah. So, well, so if this was, mm. if this was designed to be a standalone, the Neo absolutely becomes the one mm. in this moment here. Um, and and the ending is obviously neo is going to fix it and everything's going to be fine yeah i I Um, think
1: i think this movie i think this movie pretty explicitly says he's the one like as yeah there's there's some initial doubts and confusion and stuff but i I think by the end like when he's awake or whatever and he's you know he gets shot and then he he's woken up again and then he's seeing everything in the matrix codes he's able to stop the bullets and all that sort of stuff
2: i think he's like oh yeah he is the one and you even have yeah. morpheus go he is the one yeah i mean is... it does help that morpheus says it outright <laughs> yeah. um no but like and, and and like i say if this if this was intended to be that then absolutely neo is the one by the end of the movie and that's yeah. that's the thing But then i think there is not some debate, but there's it does get explored a bit further on in the other two movies. And then the fourth one, like explicitly, is like Trinity is maybe the one. Um, maybe. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I have seen way.
1: that movie since it came out, and I'm quite excited to watch it again. Because So I am I. I'm
2: excited to watch it. it after a marathon as well. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, with all, with all the stuff. But anyway, <laughs> we will get to that when we get to that. And I, I guess I don't need to say what we'll be doing next week. <laughs> no we won't just some quick quick things I like this is where we
1: wrap up our discussion on the the thing we talked about by just mentioning some quick things that we didn't mention quick Um, things I like the matrix as in the code of the matrix I like that people can look at that green scrolling text and be like oh that's a man fighting another man (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it works but I like it
2: it's pretty cool um yeah that's it I like a small detail that whilst Neo is undergoing all of his like surgery and his needle therapy stuff, yes. um, it's just it's it's said with such a solemn voice. Yeah, he's never had to use his actual physical muscles oh, before. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. It's just, all of that. Stuff, I love I how everything in this eyes. is thought out.
1: I think it was his eyes. They said, "Oh, his, eyes. his yeah, eyes." Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe they should have done it my way then, because my way was cool as well. <laughs> no, that no, way was that way it was better. Oh, I see. My mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, very good. He doesn't need his eyes for too long, does he, as memory serves with Neo?
1: Well, that's the third
2: one. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, no, it still... yeah, I know,
2: still... I don't yeah. know how long these all take place over.
1: Well, like, the third, the third one, the second and third one, I think, are, like, over, like, a weekend or something. I don't know. Who
2: Maybe knows? not. They were certainly filmed over a weekend. <laughs>
1: Maybe I think there's there's no they weren't they were like two years. I, I think there's there's quite a big time jump between this one and the second movie though, from from memory. Um but hey I know that we'll... Neo is
2: like one of the boys in the second one. Uh yeah, maybe. I don't know what he's that like, is. He, no, but like at, at the end of this one he's like, Yeah, I'm new to this and in the second one he's like, It's me, Neo, and I've been here for years.
1: It's a great ending, like the, the phone call. That Neo has speaking, I guess, to the audience, and then just the camera pulls out and it just flies out as Rage Against the Machine plays. Like, <laughs> oh, it's sick, man! It's so good.
2: It's very nineties. <laughs> it's
1: so nineties, but it's so good. I fucking love Rage Against the Machine as well. Yeah, such a good choice. Movies Great used stuff. to end
2: so much better with their their needle drops, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. Like we joked about it, but like the end to Sunshine was like similar with like the. The fucking 2000s new metal just going yeah. at the end is,
2: is good, man. It's always it's one of the few things that studios mandated well. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And I wish that that vibe would come back. So if you're enjoying The Matrix, um, then you can give us a little follow. We are on Twitter. We are at Another Happy Pod, um, where you'll find our fun happy... little artwork.
1: We're at another Happy Matrix. Actually, we're rechanging our Twitter. Oh, for for not the Facebook. whole handle, Nathan. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get another Happy Pod, once
2: we're <laughs> on another no. Happy Matrix, now's your time. Fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, no, you no, no, do don't change like. that, please. We <laughs> no. expect it to be there when we come back. You can no, but you can see the little icons we have for Lightning and Links. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so they they'll be there having a bit of fun. Uh, you can also review. This this podcast but i don't know how and i wish lightning would tell me well what you do first of all
1: you jack off and jack in and <laughs> then <laughs> you go to your podcast app of choice Um, you go to the rate and review section you can give it five stars or more don't want any less and then you tell us what you thought. write a little comment call
2: me a dickhead whatever suits you best let me know lovely stuff uh we will see you next week and in the meantime um we're going to be freeing you all from The Matrix. Um, we'll, I was going to paraphrase Neo's the best speech. Way,
1: the best way to get free from The Matrix is to go and listen to Still Got Legs, which is available every Monday at 10am. Um, and, and once you listen to that, you'll be free. Doctor so Who
2: time for, the f- for, for free. <laughs> you alright? No, I thought I had something to say, but I didn't. <laughs> yep, okay. I hate ending these. <laughs> I can tell. All right,
1: well, I guess that is that. Peace out, boys. Bye. Do we play this at the end? I don't know. Yeah, we normally do. All right, well, let's play it.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?